previously on Restoration, Serathiel and Chaz's good cop, bad cop routine revealed some of Belantiel's plans. The team will need to work extra hard to come up with an effective strategy to foil him. We have spent a couple of days verging on a week, just kind of getting back into the swing of things after the venture into the tunnels. We know that we have time, so we've just been kind of getting our heads on straight and whatnot. So I feel like, Gwen, you have been either at the library yes, I was gonna or say. at your dorm doing your studies because yeah. classes are going to start again soon. I think given what was happening, though, I'm like, I'm now more concerned about being at the library and studying because all of this stuff is getting really concerning to me. So I'm definitely either at the library or maybe coming back from my, uh, from like a long day at the library back to my dorm. So you get back to your dorm and your roommate has helpfully picked up your mail. There's quite a bit of it. Most of it is just junk, you know, flyers for various things around campus and things that you probably would have been interested in if you, you know, had been there. I'm like sorting through it and I'm like, junk, junk, trash. I'm just like throwing things in my roommate's side of the room. And I guess I get to this letter? You finally find a letter from your father. Is this? Oh my gosh. I like tear it open kind of excitedly. He knows he can message me on the, the sending stones. Oh yeah. But, you know. He's, he's a dad. He's not good with that newfangled technology. You feel like he might have written this before the sending stones? Maybe? Who knows? Okay, okay. <laughs> or, you know, he is just set in his ways and likes to write. Because <laughs> this way you actually have a copy of what was written. That's true. I do think it's really cool. I open it up and I'm like, man, dad, handwriting is so, ugh, it's so nice, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I sit kind of heavily on my bed and I open it up. My dearest Bumblebee, I know that I've been cautious in the past, your, your whole life. Losing your mother scared me badly, but the thought of losing you too is worse. But my fears are no excuse to stop you from living your life. What I loved so much about your mother was her vibrancy, her spark. Forgive my penmanship, this is more difficult than I expected. I see her spark in you too, darling, in your hunger for knowledge and passion for magic. Shortly after the arrival, or as some call it the time of troubles, your mother led a patrol along the road from the high forest through the silver marches. It was my first time away from our village, and I'm afraid your mother had to rescue your helpless old man an embarrassing number of times. The teasing only made me love her more. I'll show you some of our early letters the next time you're home. You're ready, even if I'm not. Your mother's smile and her laugh put everyone she ever met at ease. It was almost her own sort of magic. Her team would, and did, follow her without hesitation, even into deadly situations. I'm sure you can find many books that tell of her battles. Coward that I am, I could never bear to read them. But if she's still alive, your mother's friend, Karis Brightwood, might be able to tell you more. 
The last I heard, she had moved to Neverwinter and was working on a book of her own. Come visit soon, darling. Your loving father. Oh, I know. I can't. I forgot the bumblebee, and I was like, that's so cute. That's really sweet. And I wish Serafiel's letter had been that nice. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all wrote your characters with nasty backstories. Mine is a great backstory. No, Serafiel got an extra letter during our super long hiatus because I needed to stay in character. Oh, mm. there we go. It's um, it's spoiler alert. It's not that nice. It's a, it's a little worrying, a little restraining ordery. <laughs> I think that Gwen's sitting on the bed and like he's like tearing up a little bit. Like he just like sort of sits there, kind of looking at the letter and wipes away a tear. Goes and then picks up a journal and writes down the name Karis Brightwood. And in Neverwinter, how interesting and well timed, right? What a dad. <laughs> Spoilers, Chaz is going to romance your dad now. No, no. <laughs> there is to be none of this. You have a husband. I mean, not in this timeline, I don't. God damn it. Anyway. So do you do anything else once you read the letter other than just writing down the name? I think I'm going to like look kind of at the sending stones and I I'd, like I'll just be like, oh, I'll have to call him later. I need to, I need to get back to this. And I kind of like dive right back into a book that I really brought back from the library. Probably stole. Probably stole it from the library. <laughs> it's worth pointing out you still don't have your library card for the Vault of the Sages yet. God damn it. Still probably take another week or two. What is even the point of being alive? Well, he doesn't think he stole the book. He thinks that he's just, you know, he's a safekeeper. He's going to be a librarian. So all he's doing <laughs> is just temporarily <laughs> relocating it to a new home and he'll put it back. It's not stealing if you're going to give it back. It was misfiled. Yeah. But I've definitely been trying to pull as many documents as I could on the Tremaines, and then also trying to research this this artifact. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember if I told you what artifact was there or not. No, I, I don't think you told me what the artifact was. I think all I have in my notes is that it was an, an artifact, and I'm good enough with notes now that I can tell you I would have written it down. That's character growth is what that is. The player growth. Woohoo! I miss being dumb. Miss being a dumb character. <laughs> So I think you haven't found anything specific about the artifact or anything yet, but I will give you more information later in the episode on that. Sounds good. Serethiel, I think, takes the initiative. He goes and gets two cups of coffee from the mess, and he... uh, Announces himself by just stepping into uh, Chaz's office. What's Chaz doing in his uh, office slash lab? That is a good question. I feel like he is trying to, you know, do experiments to busy himself and not think too much about that whole thing that they learned. He's like, cool. I wanted to suggest that you're working on the bracer improvements that V asked for. That's right. I am working specifically on the bracer, right? And all of the information that they discovered about the Tremaines and Belantiel might be a dragon. He's like, you know, I just, I'm just not going to think about it. It's fine. Yep. Nobody else knows about that uh, side scene uh, in character, but V had asked Chaz to see if he could make a untraceable bracer, one that doesn't record where you're going. Yeah. So that, you know, your super sketchy administration can't follow you. So Serethiel arrives with two cups of coffee. They have those little plastic lids and they've got like stacked on top of each other so he can use one hand. Announces himself and pushes in the doorway, sees, I assume, the bracer that Chaz is working on. He says, what's all this? It is a special request from Venon. I'm attempting to see if I can make this untraceable. 
Very uh, anti-authoritarian of you. <laughs> he takes a seat. I, I picture like he's got like, not like seat seats, but like maybe like bar stools around the counter. Yeah, yeah. Takes a seat and he says, uh, one of these is for me. Uh, the other one is either for you or for your shirt, depending on how this conversation goes. Fair warning. Chaz definitely like looks at the coffee and then like raises an eyebrow at Serathia like, all right. Earlier, when Gwyneth asked what was wrong between us. You said that I was committed to misunderstanding. And I'm actually going to wait for an answer this time, Chesmia. What am I misunderstanding? He takes the cup and regards it. No, no, no. He takes it back. No, this is until you, this is, you don't get this until you prove yourself. <laughs> All right, fine. He's like, fine. He doesn't, he doesn't take the cup then. He stares at the absence of cup. <laughs> it's a first cup second. I... It's not that you misunderstood, per se. It's that I assumed you did. I assumed that because my intention was not to hurt you, that made it okay that I did. I've since revised that stance. Have you? Good intent does not negate harm done. I was wrong to make unwanted advances, and I apologize. Sarathiel is silent for like a, like an uncomfortably long time he's really drawing this out possibly just to torture chaz chaz like i want that coffee <laughs> but eventually he does pick the top cup off and slides it over to you chaz sort of just like nods and then drinks it like okay i guess we're just gonna drink in silence now i appreciate it honestly your advances were not even the most egregious in the in aptap it was just, I was more easily able to hold you personally accountable for them. That is true. There were those in this facility who made advances over me knowing that I had no way to retaliate or stop them. That makes Chaz make a face. Don't worry, I set him on fire. He takes a sip. <laughs> oh, cool. So we remember him now. I feel like he's starting to. Cool. He doesn't remember all the details of it, but like, he remembers the broad strokes. After that, Chaz just sort of, like, raises his cup as though, like, to toast. He's like, all right, yeah, sure. To setting letches on fire. <laughs> and he toasts. Yeah, that's a good. He takes a nice long sip and he says, all right, I feel we can start over. Excellent. We're going to be working together after all, aren't we? It's worth it to be friends if we can. It is true. If we are going to be professional at all. Also, at some point, we really should talk about what my sword did. That was, a, that was troubling. Yes. That is something we definitely need to do, because I made that for you, and it's not supposed to do that. Yeah. And I like that sword quite a lot, so if we could, uh... He does have it, uh, strapped over his back, although he's been a little more hesitant to touch it lately. You know, reasonably. Mm. Understandable. Instead of, like, unsheathing it, he just takes the- he unbuckles the scabbard that's, like, strapped across his body, and he just sets it down on the counter. Sheath and all. Chaz is going to examine it, and I'm assuming this is gonna need a roll, DM. What am I rolling? Yes. I have to look it up because I had expected somebody to bring this up, like, significantly before. <laughs> well, yeah, but Serathiel had a six in for most of this game so far, so. And the rest of us are not that smart either. Okay, so you could use the spell Identify if you have that. I do. Well, that's handy. can give that a try and see if that will work. Otherwise, you might have to do probably an investigation or arcana check. 
Go with identify and burn that spell slot. Yeah, so identify will get you the super basics, which Serathiel should have told you, but forgot to Mm -hmm. mention anybody because he's been traumatized. I've been busy. Right. It'll you learn whether any spells are affecting it, so I mean like that's useful to know. He's like, I made this, so there is definitely a different spell affecting it than just the ones that you put on there. To find anything else out, you will have to do some kind of investigation or something. I mean, it says if it's a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them. Yeah. Uh, whether it requires attunement and how many charges it has, if any. It does require attunement. You would already know that because that's part of the thing. It's not a spell that would be in a spell book is what I'm getting at. So like, the, there's a spell on there that changes the properties, but it's kind of buried on what it is now. Then I feel like in that case, Chaz casts Identify to figure out, like, wait a minute, there's a new spell. Then he has to dig deeper, like, what the fuck is that? Either Investigation or Arcana. Amazing. I love it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, still like, oh, shit. With a plus eight, too. Damn. First roll back, we get a three. We are crit fail club. Right? Yeah, the sheer number of natural ones we had last time was kind of embarrassing. You're not going to be able to figure it out this first go, because that was just a bad roll. You're a little flustered by finding a new spell on it. Yeah, like, wait a minute. (laughs) And you're also kind of wary about touching it to find out exactly what the spell does, because Mm. you saw Serathiel, like, casting magic instead of grappling, and, you know, attacking instead of grappling. So. Yeah, Chaz just sort of goes, well, there's definitely a new spell on it, but what it is and what it does. Who can say? I wasn't able to discern yet. It seemed to be forcing me to use magic, which Mm. I didn't, for the majority of my life, I wasn't aware that I could use magic. Yeah, hence why I was not really that keen on touching it, because I don't know what it does. Is it too dangerous for me to continue to use? I like, I like, I like the sword. I like the part where it bursts into flame. That's good. I like that part, but that was a custom I did for you, yes. But I don't know, it just seems too risky. Hmm. I will say you used one or the other. If you want to say that you spend a while looking at it, you can see if you can learn anything more about it today, or we can table it, but you guys have to make the call on whether you keep using the sword or not. He's I think Sarah feels too nervous to use it. If you want to yeah. like keep it for observation, you just like have it around your lab, look at it every couple hours just to see, you know, yeah. if you learn anything else. He's fine with that. He does have a glaive, uh, which does slightly less damage and actually significantly less damage without the enchantment, but like he'll manage. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. Chaz is like, well, why don't you leave it here and I can have some other artifices look at it, perhaps? Well, all right. It's probably for the best. Guess I'll be using my glaive for a while. There, there. Don't suppose you could put a fancy enchantment on that? I mean, I, I could, but... <laughs> this one doesn't burst into flames. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> sorry. Any chance before we do the chess and good thing, I think it'd be good to start that one off. Ideally, if he's found something on, like, the Tremains or the Artifact, something in the library. Like, some, some fruit of a research would be fantastic. Let's see... Yeah, please redeem the first roll is an 11, please. Can Amber beat a three? It's, the answer is probably no, but. <laughs> <laughs> I will say my one skill that's really good, no, two, Arcana Investigation, so. 
Oh, you can go ahead and roll your investigation check. Excellent. Hey! Hey, there we nice. go. Nice! Thank gods. So how about if we want to say that I'm looking at this point for the Tremaine, like, information on Tremaines or, like, yeah, like I don't know, like, looking through, like, minor noble houses in Neverwinter. God, he's, <laughs> I love how one character who's obsessed with everyone knowing him <laughs> and your other character has never heard of this asshole. Yep. <laughs> minor character that nobody knows. So, hmm. Okay. I think how I'm going to resolve it is that you found, through interlibrary loan... (laughs) Excellent. Yes. (laughs) You managed to get a copy of a genealogy book from Neverwinter Libraries, and you also managed to get a copy of one of Karis's books. Oh, nice. Okay. Solid. So... The genealogy book, so presumably all I know is kind of like, there's a famous family associated with Lathander, and they live near Neverwinter. Okay. <laughs> That's all you know. A lot of them are paladins. Others are clerics. And when you say famous, you mean not famous. You mean <laughs> yes. like, there's a minor family. <laughs> it's like a footnote. <laughs> They're on the ability to get invited to the ball but they're not really high on the invite list. They're like the second list. Gotcha. They're never winter famous, but they're not like Waterdeep famous. Right. right. Can you give me a name, not of like a current Tremaine, like a really old Tremaine, so that I can then pretend? <laughs> I don't care. It could also be like the second cousin twice removed. It might also be funnier that I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're from the Tremaine family? <laughs> uh, I was thinking like Gareth. I like Gareth. Let's do Gareth Tremaine. <laughs> He's a third cousin. He's not in the direct inheritance line, but he is at least related to them. And the reason that there's a note of him is because he was arrested for something in Neverwinter. Excellent. (laughs) You found the black sheep. I love it. We don't talk about Gareth. (laughs) Oh, no. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to copy that down. So I've got that in my notebook. Um, and then I guess I, I want to read through Karis's book as well, obviously. Oh, it's a brick. You're okay. not going to be able to read through all of this. You could at best, like, skim it. Okay. Can I can I abscond with it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it's an interlibrary loan. You requested okay. it. You are able to check this book out. Excellent. But you have raised flags because they noticed that another book was missing. I wasn't. I put it back. Did you? Oh, wait, I didn't, no, I didn't put it back yet, but I'm going to. (laughs) I'm still reading it. That sounds good. Okay, so then I'm going to dramatically open the door wherever Chaz is. He's probably in his lab. Yep, still, he's like, I've got a lot to do. I've got to investigate the sword. I've got to do the bracer, you know, work, work, work. Excellent. So you hear Chaz suddenly the door goes like flying open. (laughs) What? Again? Little like whirlwind, messy haired half elf comes striding in and goes, Chazimir! And I slam down the, it's really just a piece of notes that I copied, so it's just a piece of paper. Oh man, can Serathiel still be here, like, in the back of the room, just drinking his coffee? (laughs) Just, like, vibing? (laughs) What now? Oh, Gwen. All right. Look! Yes? Look what I found! You know, they say that research doesn't bring you anything, but here you go, I have the name of the Tremaines, and I point accusatorily at the paper. Who says that? Who says research doesn't bring you? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Chaz just sort of looks at the paper. You have a name. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. No one ever says that to me. Well done. I sit down heavily 
I had to do a bunch of research and be like, you can't really find this people, these people. Like, honestly, they're like nowhere in the books. I had to go through like four different genealogies around Neverwinter. Uh, but apparently there's some sort of like minor nobles associated with Lathander. I'm just flipping through <laughs> this giant genealogy thing as soon as we're talking. Can I have Serethiel roll an arcana check to see what he knows about Lathander? Sure. Or a religion. Chaz, you could also roll a religion if you want. Delightful. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not terrible. Yeah, finally! Oh boy. Finally, good rolls. You know quite a bit about Lathander, the Morning Lord. He's a widely worshipped deity. His pantheon is Morning, Rebirth. The opposite of Drow. Light. I feel like, Chaz, the reason you know of him is because there's so much antagonism against him in the Drow society, rather than knowing anything good associated with him. He's like, oh, yes, that Lathander. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what, what about Lathander? I don't do a lot of religion. <laughs> it's not really my thing. Why are you nodding like that? What is that face? What, what face? I'm not, I'm not doing a face. That, the fa- you're doing the thing with your eyebrows. Chaz immediately like, puts his <laughs> eyebrows down. No, I'm not. Would you, would you, would so you? Just like, I suppose as a drow, you wouldn't be too fond of uh, Lathander's portfolio. Well. Dawn, morning, rebirth. All that. Light. Oh, that sounds really bad for you, Chaz. Yeah, you know, just things we've been told to hate and, you know, it's fine. I don't have any particular feelings for him. Well, that could be bad because these people are apparently very heavily associated with them. Oh, excellent. Although the one I could find information on was a criminal, so you might get along. Excuse me? He's like, rude. You just seem like you like criminals. Am I wrong? Do you not like criminals? I mean, I like a bad boy, but not like a really bad boy. That's more of a roleplay thing. That's not good into it. So these people are paladins and clerics of Lathander? That's what I can find. I mean, I can't find too much. There's really only like three lines in here about them. But yeah, they- Oh they... man, a cleric of Lathander. That would be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pet kittens all day. Escher starts sneezing like, ugh. Several hundred years in the future. It seems kind of odd, you know, like, why would they, why, why would there be a portal associated with them when they're just like this minor, tiny family? I mean, they just, they don't seem to have ever done anything important. Well, I suppose we could just go and talk to them, assuming they're still around. Who knows, maybe they died out. That's true. So little is known about them. Out of character, here's a reminder. The reason that the Tremaine name came up is that the warlock mentioned that Belantiel was looking for an artifact and he believed it was associated with this family. Yeah, but still, it's it's confusing why we would think that, like, if there are these, like, tiny, like, minor nobles. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but there is at least another mention of an artifact involved. The Neverwind is not terribly far. I suppose we could just head over. I definitely brought the book by Karis with me. And so I kind of looked thoughtfully, and I'm like, well, and I do have, I do have other business in, in Neverwinter. Yeah, what, that's my follow-up question. What is that giant tome? Like, why are you just carrying it around? Oh, the the light reading? I just sort of, like, plop it heavily on the desk. The entire desk rattles. Oh, apparently, uh, my dad recommended this to me because my mom had a friend, Karis Brightwood, who was a a friend of of my mother's during battle. And he said I should go talk to her, and she lives in Neverwinter, and she wrote this book, so I'm ar- I think I'm already going to like her. Look how big it is! <laughs> like, flipping through the pages. You know, it's not size that matters, right, Gwen? <laughs> I look very confused at you. Serathiel <laughs> <laughs> says size doesn't hurt. I look very confused at Serathiel. Oh, right! I can't believe that V is not in the room. <laughs> right? V would be like, how dare? Um, new subject. Okay, and then I go back to my book. I say, and actually, actually, Chasmir, I had I had a question for you. Mm. 
so there, I found this, and I like leaned in. I found this note when we were in the cave, and it Why said, are you "Whispering," because there could be people listening. It says there was an artifact on the battlefield. The, you know, the last battle with my mom. Hmm. Artifact. And I, I don't know what's going on. I'm wondering, does it maybe have something to do with like how we got sent back there when the portals were malfunctioning? Perhaps. I wonder if it's the same artifact these... What were their names? The Trelanes? I wonder if it's the same one they have. The Tremains. Ember, you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of these people in my life. Who are they? I don't know. But Chaz sort of gives Gwen this look. That's actually a very good connection. I would definitely be interested in finding out more about that. We shouldn't have been able to visit that timeline. Yeah, I, it doesn't make sense. And I, I mean, I don't, I just, so maybe, I, I was hoping maybe if I can talk to Karis, maybe I can find, maybe she remembers more about it. Well, it sounds like we've got uh, two compelling reasons to go to Neverwinter then. Great. Yeah. Love it. When do we leave? Chaz is very angry about this. Not angry, but reluctant. So, Neverwinter, I've never been. Yeah, isn't it, like, known for, for crime? It, my dad always told me it was really dangerous. Oh, no, Neverwinter is great. This is just your dad. No, it's just my dad. My dad's told me that everywhere has crime. I want that to be every time we visit anywhere, Gwen's like, isn't this city known for crime? We're like, every, everywhere has crime, Gwen. No, no. But, but, but what about the guy? He was arrested for crime. Yeah, he was arrested for a crime. Okay, Jazz, so. Generally, what arrest means is that you commit, never mind. I heard from my dad that those coastal cities, they had pirates, and they have swords, and people are just going around stabbing other people. Okay, so I'm just saying, we had better be on our guard. I think we should probably be more on our guard around these Tremaines. You know how nobles can be. <laughs> you know how fucking nobles are. They're just like religious people. Like, they're like, they're like <sighs> monk. V is really salty that he's not here. Right. The fact that Gwen jumps to like, they're like monks, and Chaz is like, you're not making the case any better. <laughs> I don't understand. See, Dad always said that, like, you could trust a man of God. I mean, he did say that religion was also basically organized crime. But <laughs> aside from that, the more I learn about your father. <laughs> Sarantha's like, okay, what? quick, quick pause. Is there anything your father told you wasn't involved in crime? Wasn't involved in crime. My, you know, my hometown, uh, no crime there. Very safe. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. He said that we'd never actually even, you know, like nobody had ever stolen from anybody where we lived. Oh. So that's hmm. what he said. You know, it's funny. He didn't start saying that until I told him I was going to Silver Moon. So that's- Wow. What a coincidence. Interesting. Now that I think about it. Maybe, do you think maybe he was, do you think he was lying? Why would he do that? That's, thank you. That's a good point, Sarathiel. Oh, okay. <sighs> no, I'm asking you, why would he do that? Think about it real hard. Well, I, I, well. You puzzle that one over, chap. He thumps you on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and because of the size difference, Gwen goes flying. Hey. <laughs> okay, so I've got to stick a pin in this, because it sounds like y'all are setting up to go to Neverwinter, like Neverwinter proper. Hell yeah. Uh, did you check the bracers for the dates on nope. this thing? Because, like, if you go to Neverwinter now, you definitely won't connect with the right Tremaines. Yeah, we need some more information. <laughs> Chazis also does not want to go to another city. They're probably racist, and they're really religious, and he hates both of those things. And you're so right. You're so right. And you're valid, honestly. He's like, great. These Tremaines sound like fucking awful. <laughs> they're just, like, <laughs> terrible people. Love that. People don't know. We don't know anything about them. I mean, that hefty chances that they're criminals, but, you know, <laughs> also possibly fine. 
Let's send. Well, I mean, we don't even know how we're going to get right? there. We we have to do more research, so. Let's send the guy who escaped from a cult to people who are very religious. Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, like, going to Neverwinter is fine, but, like, we need a, we need a date mm-hmm. to go to Neverwinter. Yeah. And we also need Chaz to be finished with that non-traceable bracer, it sounds like. That's something I need some time to work on. Yeah, that was a pet project for Fee. Not related to this, but it is probably also good. So let's go talk to the man. So I think I'm going to establish that V has been trying to spend more time at home, not uh, just at work, trying to salvage some relationships. Probably a good call. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck, bud. Yeah, Godspeed. And then Serathiel barges into his home. Hey, listen, we need you to talk about work for a while. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome to do that. That would be hilarious. It's been a while, but I do remember that she did at least grudgingly trust you to bring Mm. him home safe, and you did that, so that's probably at least got you a couple brownie points with Celestin. Well, Serathiel might be a little reluctant, but I think it- me, Tessa, I think it is too funny to pass up. Viernan trying desperately to re, you know, reestablish trust and like a connection with his wonderful wife that he loves very much. <laughs> Fiance. And then work just barges into his home unannounced. How do you want to do that then? He's just going to walk across Silverman, just fucking go find Viernan. <laughs> okay. Let me also establish it is probably safer to talk about this kind of stuff off campus anyway. So if he has kind of given you carte blanche to visit, but usually with a little notice. That was the first mistake. R- exactly. So do you guys come with him? I'm assuming you do, but just of course. A we, we miss V. We're like, V, how's it hanging? This could probably be like afternoon-ish. I feel like, Chaz, you've probably been working most of the morning on the bracer. Serathiel brought you the coffee around like 11-ish, and you worked for several more hours on the sword before Gwen came bursting in with his news. Serathiel uh, goes ahead, walks across Silvery Moon, and just, you know. You get lucky, and it is V who answers the door. <laughs> Ah, Vernon, just the man I wanted to talk to. Uh, we have business to discuss. Oh, uh, okay. I guess, uh, come in. Splendid. Sorry, it is safer off campus, you know. No, 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 you're right. Just give me a sec, and he shows you into the foyer and goes to excuse himself from afternoon tea. Wow, afternoon tea. Hey, he is Selwyn's brother. <laughs> That's so true. They are also minor nobles. So he, he excuses himself, and luckily it was just Celestin and not, you know, extended family or anything that you're interrupting. He joins you in the foyer. What's what's going on? So the good news is uh, we think we know where we need to go next. The bad news is we don't know when we need to go there. Mm. Right. Chaz, did you check the settings on your bracer? Because you, um, you dispelled both of those portals. True. I have also been working on the uh, project. That you acquired of me. Mm. So, yes. Appreciate that. I like that Gwen is not asking about this. Because Serathiel knows about the project, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so checking the bracer. Do I have to do a roll for that? You would know how to check the settings and things on the bracers. If you want to roll a die, uh, give me an investigation. Okay. Oh, yeah. The basic timing is a little less than 100 years in the future, which is a little alarming because you remember Silvery Moon is destroyed 100 years Hmm. in the future, but can't deal with that today. It is what it is. Chaz is like, I'm not going to deal with that ever. You know, dealing with emotions? Nope, not my thing. Like 100 years in the future. That's a 
well, I mean, all this research I did is going to be essentially worthless. We don't even know if this family is going to be the same people. Or if they're still around. They could change gods entirely. Well, uh, long noble families tend not to change too much. It is the nature of nobility. <laughs> they are either probably in the same position as ever, or they're dead. Good choices. Excellent. That's going to be fun. Is your friend Cheris, or whatever her name is, is she an elf? Will she be around in 100 years? Oh, God. That's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I hope she's an elf, because, uh... <laughs> is there a biography? I, like, look at her book. The About the author. Gwyneth, this is very basic research. You didn't even... Well, I wasn't thinking about visiting it in the future. I thought we were going to go visit Neverwinter in the present. Hmm. Yeah, she is a human, like your mother. Oh, okay. Well, she's definitely not going to be alive. All right, well, we've got to visit Neverwinter twice, apparently. Great. Well, why don't we uh, just go there the old-fashioned way? for the present to meet with Cheris, and then pop a hundred years into the future. I guess we'll have a good lay of the land, maybe? Sure. Road trip, delightful. This is me, the DM, saying I haven't planned for you to go to Neverwinter in the present time, so I don't have Karis planned at all. All right, well. The letter was to establish the letter and then do that stuff after. <laughs> then let's do the past first. The future. My bad. Best planning is to go to the future first. That's Back to the future. We need to check if this uh, if this untraceable bracer works. There so, we so go. That's why we need to do the future first. Have we talked at all about Chaz wanting to help Gwen with his mom? Not yet. No, we have not. Gwen was going to talk to Serathiel, but after he got some more backstory from Karis, because he wanted to get more information. Yep. Okay. I need a game plan. Like, it's like, what's the artifact situation? What's going Like, I want more background. Okay. So in character, we wanted to develop a plan of attack. So it sounds like we know when it is, you know, roughly where it is. It's an estate outside of Neverwinter, but you have the portal manipulator, so that will take you directly there. You know when Bell's forces are going there. Mm. So you can attempt to go a little ahead or something. Yeah, that might be a good idea. They need to be warned, providing you know they're still alive, which who knows? This extremely minor house that no one's ever heard of, they might be all dead, so. And no one would miss them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Lathander lost favor with them. He's like, nah, fuck those guys, actually. Actually, you know what? Because I do think that he's like, he's enough of a nerd that he would do this. Uh, can I say that uh, if there is like a break between this and we have like research time, can I go get a book on Lathander too? Because that feels like a thing I would do. Obviously, that that's something you have to bring along with you. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the 10 books that you have to bring with you. Yeah, exactly. I have a backpack. <laughs> I show up with a giant backpack. It's bigger than me. There was also one other thing Chaz needed to do. The Emin conversation. Emin and Farah, or I could wait until later. Whichevs. Yeah, just to remind you guys, because it's been two months, Farah mentioned that she had found some information, some notes or something that had made her question things, and that's why they left. Yeah, and remember, she's a female drow on the surface. That's fucking bonkers. Yep. So yeah, you guys can finish your plan of attack. Uh, Vianen says, do you need me to go back right now? Or, I mean, we're kind of in the middle of something. Get back to your tea. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I'm not kicking you out. Serathiel immediately feels like a home record. It's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. He, like, quickly gets up. It's okay. It's okay. Chaz is like, bye, Celestine, as he's walking out. Bye, Chazmir. Bye. Your house is nice, as always. Thank you. Bye, Celestin. Sorry for breathing in the same proximity as your fiance. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Pushes him out the door. Like, all right, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
out of character, I've also been headcanoning that uh, his twin has been staying over there a bit lately. So it's possible that you say hi to Taina on your way out, too. <laughs> hi, Taina. Hi, bye. Serafiel so and Taina, I feel like they have that thing with like the siblings vibe where they make karate moves at each other without actually saying anything and then they just leave. Yeah, karate moves and then she does the like, I'm watching you <laughs> as you head out the door. <laughs> Finally got some sibling crazy Yay. in. Yes. Yeah, I didn't totally make a campaign set in Silvery Moon just because I never got that in Fracture. What are you talking about? It's fine. <laughs> Siloy and siblings all die. The end. Man, I cannot believe you're still salty about me killing your entire family off screen. So much complaining, come on. So much whining, god. So we wanted to go back over to AppTap. I mean, like, we don't want to, like, nobody actually wants to go back to AppTap at this point, I think. We need to, though. We got a pack, we're leaving. I have things to do, and Chaz is like, all right, shoo-shoo, everyone get out of my vicinity now. Alright, rude. Fine. Right. I have work to do. Alright, fine. Serathia goes to get get packed. Same in the library. Alright, so Chaz, how are you getting in touch with Farah and Emin? Good call. I'll say that they gave you something that you can contact them with, you know, whether they told you where they're staying or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have a way to get a little note to them, and they can meet you later, either that evening or maybe mm-hmm. next. Sounds good. What is your choice of meeting place for this conversation? Oh boy, a bunch of drow together. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the other question is, do you bring your bestie along so that it's not just a bunch of drow? Oh, I love that. Bring a half-orc with a bunch of drow. Super less suspicious. I mean, we could, you know, because he, she's the only person that Chaz is able to be vulnerable around currently. So for emotional support, sure. But also, <laughs> that group definitely nowhere conspicuous don't be suspicious definitely nowhere where there is it's like crowded (laughs) or lots of people like they're gonna have to find some like abandoned warehouse or something not that you know that's not less suspicious (laughs) i know but he's like thinking about like this group of people and in a crowded space like hmm not in a tavern that's out well i mean you could meet at tanya's home great idea yeah, so she just she's got a small apartment in the city. It's nothing fancy. It's certainly not in the best part of town, but it's not in the worst either. It's close to work, like walking distance to work. Smart. I guess Chaz does that really obnoxious thing that besties do, that some besties do, I guess, where he's just like, knock, knock, you already know who it is. <laughs> Come on in, Chaz. He's like already opening the door. Wasn't really asking, but thanks. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that I coated your hand to the door so that you don't have to use mm-hmm. like key. He's like, love you, thanks. All right. Before this all takes place, I thank you for putting us in contact, despite my earlier misgivings. Also, did you get any flowers recently? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I, I did. Mm. I mean, I, they were, they were lovely. Yeah, I, there, there wasn't a note though, so I, I don't know. It's kind of a little mysterious. Oh, but don't you like that? The thrill, the surprise? <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit more you. I'm a little bit more uh, by the book, but yeah, it was it was nice. Mm. Well, good for you. <laughs> he nudges her. <laughs> Stop. All right, all right, all right. So I'm, I am glad that you got on with them and that you were able to bring all those warlocks in. Mm. <sighs> what a mess. 
Mm. So I I can't prove it, but I think I think those flowers came from Nora. Okay. Your theories. Immediately. I must know them. Well, I mean, she smiled at me that one time that I went to accounting. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, Nora Nora Quickbrace, the she's the, the halfling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did notice that. She did smile at you. It was very, very flirtatious. <laughs> and I mean, she said that she liked the flowers when I showed them to her. Hmm. Okay, I'm grasping at straws here. I mean, but I like her. Yes. I hope. I hope that she's not being like elusive and sending you off on a wild goose chase for no reason. God, do you think she could be? No. Only I'm that calculating. Normal people don't do that. <laughs> You still sounded a little sarcastic there, but I'm gonna- And you hear a knock on the door. (laughs) I love that it's a halfling, the size difference. Amazing. Yes. Nora Quickbrace, the halfling. I love her. I hardcore ship them, and you know, now it is Chaz's mission to get them together at the end. Anyways. So at the door are Emin and Farah. Farah looks like she's maybe left a couple of her knives at home, but only a couple. Maybe like two- you know, I left the really long ones home. Just kept the throwing ones. Thank you for your consideration. They come in and they're friendly with Tanya anyway. So it's not like they needed to know where to go or anything. Just another reason to have it here. Farah comes in and just gives Tanya a hug. Chaz approves. Plus 100. Tanya set out drinks and things and snacks and whatever. And eventually after a little bit of awkward small talk, <laughs> Farah is just kind of like, okay, so... What exactly did you want to talk about, Chasmir? Please, just Chaz is fine. Chaz, then. He smiles at her. <sighs> I needed to talk to you away from the others. About things that only Drow would know. Hmm, she raises an eyebrow at that. You mentioned last time that you found something. The reason that you left. I was hoping you could tell me more about it. She glances over at Emin, just kind of like, oh gosh, do I tell him right now? Is he ready for this? That glance, he's like, "Uh uh-oh. It's um, a little complicated, but they were keeping information from us about there are other goddesses than just what we've always been told in the Pantheon. Other drow goddesses? Yes. Ooh. Tanya fortifies your tea real quick. Chaz is already sitting down, but he sort of leans back heavily in the chair, lets his arm dangle like all of the strength left him. I, uh, I know how you feel. I, uh, was quite startled to find it myself, but it was, it was an official scroll that one of the clan mothers had. Well... You know how they are. They love being in charge, and <laughs> of course, of course it's something they would keep from us, because why would why would they tell us? Yeah, and they wouldn't tell us. Hmm. Exactly. She's not evil. Well, that explains why they didn't tell us anything. Chaz is, like, doing that thing. He's, like, staring in the mid-distance and having, like, an existential crisis. A non-evil drow goddess. (sighs) Yeah, it's a lot to take in. Hmm. Of course, if 
If the masses knew about that, then Loth would lose her grip on everyone, and we can't have that, can we? Wouldn't it be awful? Uh. I think for now that she tells you a little bit more about the goddess, you know, she doesn't want to overwhelm you <laughs> right, with information. But at the same time, Chaz is like, oh my god, okay, anyway, give me more info. And neither she or Emin are followers yet, but they were interested enough in the fact that this was being kept from everyone and the very concept of a lawful good drow goddess, mm-hmm. daughter of Loth, is a little bizarre and reason enough to get out of the Underdark and to try to help others as much as possible. Do they mention the fact that they're like interested, like they might become followers of her? So I think Emin is not as interested. Like, I mean, he's interested, but it's not like a passion. Mm-hmm. For Farah, this does seem to be something that she is passionate about. Okay, that definitely opens up a conversation tree then. I mean, she's so focused on helping the needy, and goodness knows there's plenty of that, both under and above. But still, after being under a goddess for so long, you'd follow another. I just, I can't understand it. I, our family was put under another. I mean, you, you understand that. We, we lost all of our status. I, I guess I just, I couldn't live with that being the only way. I do understand. At one point, I was the elder boy, after all. It's just... Of course, I can't make your decisions for you, but I... I don't know if I could ever follow another goddess or god ever again. I mean, I totally get that. It's not something I would do lightly, but from the moment I found that scroll, all I could think of was helping others know this truth and helping change things. And if following her helps with that, maybe that's enough. Chaz sort of does like a half smile. This whole time he's like barely keeping it in. Yes, change. That is something desperately needed, both above and below. Hey everyone, Val here. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Crit Fail Club, Restoration. If you can't wait to hear what happens next, check out our Discord server for episodes and pre-release, or to listen in live as we record. You can join us by going to bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. We don't advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also enjoy the show, post on social media about it, or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfcchannel, or on other major podcast platforms. Thanks again for tuning in.
Oh man, I am all about Chaz finding Drow Jesus. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's this is this is some good shit, <laughs> right?